Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning. Happy Mother's Day. It is Mother's Day. Don't forget that, guys. Might not be a very good day. Well, anyway, I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show. This morning is Jace. Our sponsors today, Texan Roofing, Boyd's One Stop, Mainstream Marketing, and the Belleville Meat Market. All right, looking at weather right now, Galveston, 76 degrees down on the island. Scattered showers and thunderstorms today. There is a potential for heavy rainfall again. High of 79, east-southeast winds 10 to 20. And that rain chance is 60%. Tonight, cloudy with a stray shower or thunderstorm. Low of 74, east-southeast 10 to 15. And then for tomorrow, cloudy early with partial sunshine expected later in the day with a stray shower or thunderstorm. High around 80 Southeast, 5 to 10. That rain chance tomorrow is about 20%. So maybe we can get rid of all this, man, this tropical moisture, all this low coming out of the Gulf and training in. It was not such a good day for some yesterday. There was some really bad weather down around South Padre and Port Port Isabel yesterday morning and during the night, too. So pretty horrific. But anyway, tides for today, these are Galveston Channel Tide predictions, and we're on four of them. There are actually three. Uh, we're coming off a, a high right before midnight, but we have a low coming up at 6.45 a.m. It's an 0.4, a high at 1.48 p.m., a 1.4, and then a low at 8.14 p.m. It's an 0.7. 6.28 a.m. is sunrise, 8.03 p.m. sunset, and our moon phase is 37%. And looking at current conditions around the complex here, uh, the North Jetty out there is 24 out of the east-southeast this morning. Looks like San Luis Pass is about 21 miles per hour. And up at Clear Lake, it's 16. Eagle Point, it's 21. And up around Morgan's Point, it's only 10. And it's kind of uh, out of the northeast up there. As you go in from uh, the Gulf Inland, it's Got a lot of east in it as we go in. The old rollover pass side, it looks like it's east-southeast at 21 this morning. Closer to the coast you get, the higher the wind. So there it is. Well, let's, uh, let's run over to the Tri-Bay area and check in with a hammer this morning, see what he's up to. Glenn, good morning. What's up? Hello, Captain Mickey. Good morning, sir. How are Hello, you, buddy? Yeah. I'm good, man. And you? 
I'm doing great, and you're right. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Yes, sir. Hope they have them. Hope they have them a great one. We, uh, man, we got it blowing over here this morning, buddy. I just had yeah. gusts up to twenty twenty one miles an hour. That's what I'm showing. Out We're right on the you know, walked out. Walked out on the front porch and and uh, lifted my hair right up. What hair I got left? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's you know it has been a strange early summer. We probably say that all the time, but being being fishermen and and half half uh, we're part time weathermen. You know what I'm saying? And it just uh, from the wind and all the rain. I don't know how much rain we've already had all in the year, but uh. I would, uh, I'd say somewhere around 10, 10 inches, 15 inches easily. But, oh, easily. Uh, yeah, easily. I think my, my gauge is showing 20 point, 20, almost 21 inches, but I don't know when that started because I just got this little deal here not long ago. I know we did get another inch yesterday, uh, three quarters of an inch. And then this morning showing we got a half an inch overnight. So uh, yeah, we can uh, we're we're socked in down here, buddy. I think I was up to <laughs> I was up, I was up to uh, shave ice and well, what used to be there, and uh, I, I've been working on a little building up there and putting a door on it and putting some some uh, OSB siding and painting and just doing doing a bunch of chores around that place and and I got stuck. I mean, just I wasn't really stuck. I couldn't go nowhere because <laughs> I don't have a four wheel drive. And that's my next vehicle to get. Trust me, it will be a four-wheel drive. But anyway, I'm right there on the side of the road by my little stand and uh, and uh, just pulled off the side of the road over into the yard, and I couldn't go no further. I mean, it's uh, it's really, really wet. Our tides have been super high. Uh, early in the mornings have been way up, and then they go out way in the afternoon, late in the afternoon, they go way out, so... Uh, just, uh, just been a strange year. I mean, can't, can't put a finger on it. It seems like, uh, we're waiting for that two or three weeks of prevailing Southeast winds where that, you know, the Gulf will clean up, the bays will start cleaning up a little bit, but it just ain't got there yet. We're coming from too many different directions and it's too much velocity, but, um, no fishing reports on my end. It's mostly chores and honeydews and I'm just about done with that. I've got a trip coming up on Tuesday, and I'm looking forward to it. Now look at the rain. Now they're predicting, I don't know, they're already calling for rain on Tuesday and Wednesday, too. So it's just hard to do. It's uh, the tiny time of year, I guess. You you postpone your trips and put them off till a better time. And I've already had to do that three or four times easily, you know, in the last month uh, just because of uh, – Inconsistent weather. Our uh, creeks are dirty, fresh. Here, let me put a spin on it. <clears throat> I'm going to give you a tri-bay report. We got rough surf. The rivers and creeks are ugly and fresh. Our tides are running above normal. It's windy as can be. And uh, other than that, come down and get you some, buddy. <laughs> don't be scared. Oh, don't be scared, buddy. Come on, get you some. Uh, no, the Brazos is just three shades of orange, yeah, dark. Yeah, it gets ugly, man. It's ugly. The San Bernard, I heard, I heard my buddies, uh, they have a feed store right there in, in Brazoria, but they they all live, they all have houses right on the San Bernard River, and they said it is 
really messed up, <clears throat> really dirty. Uh, normally they get them some pretty good fish over that way, but uh, I think the mouth is silted in or something of the San Bernard, and it's all changed some things. And I don't know, there's there's problems with that too over there. But uh, other than that, Captain Mickey, I, I wish <laughs> I could put a better spin on it, man. It's I'm just a, sitting here looking at radar, and it's just nuts all the way from down by the see that coming off the gulf just below us well it's, just, it's all the whole bay of campeche down there mm -hmm. in mexico and and between mexico and the yucatan there it's just full of moisture and it's all training up this way into the lower gulf and then you know you see what's coming in right now i mean between uh bay city and victoria all through there just, mm -hmm. I mean, just storms just training straight in inland, going inland, and even Conroe and Huntsville and showers up that way. They're kind of starting to break up all the way well, up Brenham and Bryan. It's just nuts, man. <laughs> I, tr I tried to find some reports on that sh shallow sport tournament. You know, we were actually scheduled here a month or two ago. We were, we had plans on going to that thing. And, uh, and the way I looked at it yesterday morning, buddy, they were smoked. I don't oh, know they how, were. I'm going to uh, talk to Robert Savillo this morning. He's going to fill me in on how bad it really oh, was down there. He put a video up on Facebook. and boy. Yeah, I would like to see that. And uh, they usually they have that shotgun start, and they got about 300 boats that take off across the bay, and they videotape it from airplanes and stuff. But uh, it's it's quite to see. It's it's grown. That shallow sport tournament has grown exponentially, buddy. It's uh, – Big word for the hammer this early in the morning. Exponentially, so <laughs> exponentially, <like> exponentially, <laughs> yeah, exponentially, exponentially or something. I don't. I, Ex it was. Great. I don't know. Either. It's too early it's in the morning early. to talk like that, man. It's just good to be operating, <laughs> functioning right now. That's right. That's right. Sixteen miles an hour, seventy-seven degrees down here in Surfside Beach. Half an inch of rain overnight. It is soaked, man. Everything down here is soaked, but uh, it's well, all. I tell you, be there's good. so much moisture in in the lower Gulf and Bay of Campeche down there. If the that Gulf was warm and our our weather was just right, I mean, this could turn into something. You know, a tropical storm, a hurricane. It's crazy, man. It's right in the position it could do it. That's right. Well, I was watching that stuff last night, spinning, coming in there. Hey, I tell you what, we had I don't know two o'clock, maybe a little earlier. We had wind gusts around here, and I had these big old plastic benches. I mean, these are these are uh, heavy son of a guns, and all three of them got flipped over around my fire pit. I wasn't doubting. Uh, I, I, I got up from a little nap, and uh, I knew I heard some wind blowing out there, but I didn't realize. I had stuff scattered, five-gallon buckets scattered everywhere. Uh, I started picking up pieces of this and that, man, and I said, and then I looked across the street and I seen those big old heavy benches flipped upside down. So it got it got kind of hairy here yesterday, sometime or another, and and uh, just a lot of wind, man, just a lot of wind. No fishing reports, nobody coming down. You know what I mean? Just it's it's a weather well, this, thing. Well, right this now. weather set up right now, our you know our bigger bays are going to do better around our passes. You know, like mm -hmm. the south side of West Bay, Wade fishermen are doing good. And uh, same mm -hmm. in East Bay, same in Trinity Bay, and just uh, where you can get out of mm -hmm. the wind. 
and knuckle down on the right. shoreline, you'll do a lot better. That's that's just where we're at. I mean, it's a uh, uh, it'll all change. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you tell Robert Savillo hello. I haven't talked to him in a long, long time. I used to see him up at the fishing show years ago. Uh, you know, I've done that tournament down there for years and years and years, and this is probably one of the first. First or second ones we we missed, you know, in all these years, and we've got plenty of trophies hanging on the wall to show that's for it. A long way to go. Yeah, it is, and that's 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 what it is. I'm a, my truck. I'm in an old truck nowadays, and I'm not going to get on the highway with it. I'm going. Yeah, I don't you know, like I used to. No, I'm just uh, just not much for that traveling anymore on the highways, and I don't know. I don't know how close you want to get to Brownville, Texas, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they might be hitchhiking a ride. You might have a few extra riders oh, in the back of your truck what on the way back. down there. What <laughs> Boy, you tell me. And my brothers and I have family that's lived down there for years and years and years, and they're going, man, it ain't pretty. Oh, it I know people pretty. that grew up down that way, and uh, they won't ever go back to their hometowns. It's not even the same anymore. It's just it's terrible. Yeah, and not a, oh, they sent fifteen hundred people down there to help them. You know, fifteen hundred. Well, I said, Lord have mercy, that is nothing. a joke, man. Oh, but uh, let's see. Okay, bait camps are holding bait. If you're coming down an area, uh, the yellow flags are the croakers, the white flags are the shrimp, red flags are the mud minnows, and the blue flags are the finger mullets, finger mullets. But uh, anyway, all the bait and camps black are holding flags bait. are dead bait and uh, black flags are raid dead Just like raid roach killer black <laughs> flag or black dead flag or, or whatever that roach dead or in a doornail dead or in a doornail but anyway no i hope all you mothers out there happy mother's day and hope everybody has a great one uh, i miss my mother i lost her when i was like 16 years old so i never really got to know her but uh, anyway for all you mothers out there y'all have a great one happy mother's day from the Hammer and from Melinda down here in Surfside Beach, wet Texas. All right, buddy. Well, wet and it's gonna get gonna get wetter. It looks like, but uh, yeah, that's it. All right, Glenn, throw them out a number, buddy. Yes, sir. Y'all come on down and fish with me at seven one three two zero eight zero six eight three. Appreciate you, Captain Mickey. <laughs> Y'all have a great Mother's Day, buddy. All right, man. Later, Glenn. Yes, sir. See you. All Bye -bye. right. All right, that's the hammer down in the Tri-Bay area. It's time for a break, and we shall return right after these messages. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. On this Mother's Day morning. Happy Mother's Day. Many ladies are up listening. I, it's their day. I'll be laying in bed uh, waiting for breakfast in bed this morning. And a lot later than this. <laughs> but I'm sure there's some that are up wanting to go fishing this morning. All right. Let's go down to Freeport now. And let's check in with Captain Jeff Naylor and Captain Monty Carter. See what these boys are up to this morning. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, Captain Mickey. How you doing this morning? What's up, Monty? Jeff? Not too Oh, man, just hanging out, watching this wind howl and the, and the rainstorm, rain bands come in one after oh, another. Man. Yeah. It's like Whatever living going, in the tropics. I'm telling you, baby. I mean, you know, just close your eyes and imagine you're on some island somewhere, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no joke. <laughs> Man, it's uh, it's Mother's Day. I tell you what, any mother that goes fishing in uh, this kind of weather, they're worth marrying. You better jump on it quick, you know. <laughs> Slip a marine, a big one. <laughs> man, we're uh, we're pedaling along, along here, man. We, uh, you know, uh, obviously I'm working on the boat, going nine and nothing, trying to get. I saw it those brand new VTECs hanging off the back of it. Them pretty Hondas. Boy, I tell you. I mean, I'm getting good at this, Mickey. That's the bad part, man. I mean, fresh you know, horses. Yeah, fresh horses. And they're beautiful. I love them. I, there's not much I can't say about those Hondas, man. They I've always sweet. had silver ones. They go good with a wrap on my boat, you know, with that trout wrap with the blue and blue water and stuff in it. And uh, Oh, yeah. But I hadn't tried a white one yet. White ones are nice. They're They're super nice. And they don't, you know, the beauty in those white ones, too, is they don't, for whatever reason, uh, you know, they don't show blood as much as you would think. You know, when they get when they get kind of nasty and stuff like that, they look pretty clean. And the salt. And the salt, exactly. Yeah. Right. Look beautiful on my boat. I tell you that much. I mean, absolutely gorgeous. But you know, that just they they did a few new things this year on the 2023s. You know, they put a few little uh, uh, bumper guards and stuff like that for the cowlings. Um, man, I mean, they, I've, I've just barely got, got them put on yesterday. So I'm still digging through them to see what changed, but, uh, man, I mean, they're just super nice, beautiful looking motors. I mean, I can't, uh, I can't say enough about them. Yeah. That's but, smooth, uh, quiet power and performance. Man. I mean, they are. At this time I started out, you know, last, the last, uh, set of motors that I put on, uh, I wrote. I raised all three up to the very highest um, hole that you could get them. Yeah, put them all the way up. Yeah, I did, and I and I I I got at least point one uh, better miles to the gallon. I mean, it was it was pretty significant. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, on a big boat like that's a lot. You know, point one, point two is even, you know, even yeah. better. But, uh, you know, I, I did them the same this time, and I'm questioning whether that's going to be too – like, you know, I, I pulled all that water out. I, I, you know, there's a lot of weight that I stripped off that boat putting it back in i'm not so certain that i shouldn't have oh it that in. it might not be sitting low enough in the water the water line yeah. is going to change is what you're saying yeah yeah so well, and, and all you everybody... do is run it like it is and see if it's going to blow out or anything you're going to get any cavitation and uh yeah too bad they don't so, make a jack plate that'll fit all the way across that all three engines will fit on and you can raise them accordingly you know yeah, no kidding. That you know, I thought about that last year whenever I was uh, kind of going through this scenario, trying to figure it all out. And I was, you know, I asked a guy that had three jack plates on on the on the offshore boat, and he said, "Man, don't do it." He said because you're going to lose one of those motors, and one of them's going to be stuck real high, and you know, the rest of them will right. be stuck real. <laughs> that would really... be good, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's you always know, a that... chance of a malfunction with a jack plate too. Yeah. Yeah, triple definitely. trouble. That that's exactly right. But we'll see. I mean, you know, that thirty six is a pretty heavy boat to begin with. You know, me because I run with so many customers and everything, it's pretty heavy most of the time anyway. So, you know, regardless of whatever weight I may have pulled out of there, it might be uh it might just kinda of even itself out anyways. I don't know. Right. But uh of course the higher you can get them, the better field combo you're gonna get. So you wanna always try to yeah, I guess the rule of thumb, basic rule of thumb, you want to try to get them up as high as you can if, if possible. Without blowing out. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, you just call a drag. But I don't know. And then and then the next question really was, you know, if, if I am blowing out the two sides a little bit, can I switch to a four-blade smaller prop on the outside maybe and catch more, you know, traction that way if I'm just blowing out a little bit? or Yeah. Or add more to... cup. Add more cup. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Put a Mansfield <laughs> cup and all those props. Wow. Well, that's what we so call it, you know, when you double cup them or, you know, cup them real good, we call it the Mansfield cup because that came from years ago down there on those shallow water boats for jumping up in skinny water and not cavitating and blowing out. You could roll the boat, turn the wheel, and nail it and jump up, you know, in shallow water. Yeah. Yeah. Whose boat is that sitting next to yours? That's a that's a guy named John Thomas's. Oh, okay, a, I figured it might be Monty's, but it didn't look like a Mako to me. I see see those air slots in the pretty sure that's down a by the chines. Yeah, that's, that's a thirty forty elephant. So that that uh, John Thomas is the uh, that was a that was a thirty forty elephant. He bought that boat in two thousand seven, I think, and I think that boat is the two thousand six or seven, one of the two. Mm-hmm. That boat's probably got less than a hundred hours on it. Yeah. Almost twenty years, oh, years. fifteen years, oh, whatever it is. Man. It's mint then. Yeah, he was a big SKA guy. I'm gonna have him on the. I'm gonna have him on the radio. But uh, he's a big, big SKA guy back in the day. He was one. He was the first um, uh, sponsored yellowfin fisher in the state of Texas. He uh, he he used to run the circuit there. Um, on the east side, and, and for whatever reason, the owner of that yellowfin loved him to death and sold him that boat. Said, yeah. "Man, you're gonna be my guy in Texas. You know, take this boat yeah. and go." And uh, and he does. 
And he said about that time, he said a bunch of other people hooked up with him on a lot better boats, and they hadn't splashed that boat since. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah, hell of a heck of a fisherman. You know, that uh, he would, Casey's story is always, he's, he's the, uh, He's the best at winning in the last five minutes. He said, man, that guy has brought so many big fish to the table, you know, with, with just seconds to spare, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, Pulling the rabbit better, out of the hat. That's it. Never give that's, up. Fish till the bitter end. That's right. But, uh, yeah, so how'd your mako come? What what we got? What's, what's the status? Haven't touched it. Haven't touched it. Not in about two months. So you're, right now, though, you're putting the transom in, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we got the whole stern cut out basically. The whole stern, you know, and those 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 makos are pretty nice. You know, they had uh, I say, you know, back in the day they had little cubbies and all this kind of stuff oh, yeah. in the back, yeah. and you just cut all that out. Straight all that out. Yeah, straight flat deck. Yeah, one day, you know, uh, Steve broke. That's what up. a money of twenty six. Twenty six one to nineteen eighty nine. We cut all the boxes out. It's a process. Yeah, they had those boxes in the back down the sides. That's the way my Mako was. And yeah. uh, they were they were good and boy they built them big time back then. You couldn't tear those boats up. You could yeah. beat them to death. Yeah, absolutely right. I just can't wait to get it done. I've seen most guys spend one to two years doing it. I thought I was gonna do it in six months, but we're not gonna make it in six months. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to. Hey, we were clicking around along, you know, but Steve ended up breaking his hip out there, so that kind of <laughs> shut her down. Shut her down. Yeah, yeah. Man, I mean, I tell you, you know, for anybody who's trying to take on a project like that, I mean, it takes that. You know, I, I've seen teams of people at businesses, oh, no. you know, work months on end trying to get to a boat, get a boat yep. anywhere near splashing. You know, it's it's a huge. Huge project. Oh, it's, and I, it's a big, uh, big project, man. I can't believe you're getting yours done as fast as you are. Yeah. It doesn't seem that way, you know, but this is actually the second time I've actually – I haven't I, – the first time I, I I didn't gut the 36, but I, I went from the outside in, basically. And this time I'm going from the inside out. And right. uh, the last time took me a long time. Why didn't I learn my lesson last time? I don't know. I'm an idiot, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, I was getting quotes there for a while, upwards of forty-five thousand dollars to get it oh, yeah. to get it done this time, and I was like, man, I just that forty-five thousand. I was trying to calculate in my head, just couldn't make that happen in my head. Now I can't get the money out of my pocket fast enough. Yeah. As soon as I hear this opportunity, I'm going straight to the bank. Yeah. I ain't doing this no more. Like it's, uh, whew, man, a lot I mean, of work, hundreds and thousands of hours on this thing. I mean, yeah. unbelievable. Oh, no. That's 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 major major work. Yeah, definitely. But you know, at the end of the day, I'm gonna be happy that I'm, I, you know, run around yeah. something that I know, you know, front to back. I literally, there's not a part in this boat now I haven't touched. I mean, from yeah. the outside in, I mean, it's it's uh, completely gutted. Yeah. Uh, I guess there's a little bit of satisfaction in that, you know, but uh, you know, hard top. And it got a hard top. That's right. Thing come out pretty nice. Really nice. Since I got to save some of this money, I was able to kind of put some cool electronics back in it. So we'll see, you know, if that really amounts to anything. I right. tell you, man, I'm, 
digging around on the electronics market right now, there's so much out there. I mean, just technology and what does it all mean? What what is what, <laughs> it's ridiculous. You can buy a ten inch screen for a thousand bucks or you can buy a ten inch screen for three thousand dollars. What do they do? What's the difference? Who freaking knows? I mean, you yeah. know, I think it's all speculation when you talk to some of the electronic guys. You just really never know. You know, and there's so many sw- changes in power. Ray Marine ended up buying, uh, they bought Navionics. They bought uh, Firno. Yeah. I mean, they, they own a huge sector of the, of the electronics market, but they're not, they're still allowing the other manufacturers to create their own, you know. Yeah. So supposedly they're getting better with their software jiving. And they're going to ultimately – they even bought some te- a bunch of technology from Garmin. So at one point, they're going to almost Man. own the whole, the whole gamut. So <clears throat> anyways, all fun stuff, you know, especially with, uh, with snapper season bearing down on us here. As usual, going to be putting the last bolt in as yep. we're down hitting the jetty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't have long, buddy. June 1st is right yeah. around the corner. I'm telling you, and they still haven't announced snapper season, huh? Yeah. How about that? I thought they did. I thought they said June 1st. They just hadn't announced when they're going to close it, I thought. Maybe it'll open June 1st, but they don't know when they're going to close it. Yeah. Waiting on that data. Yeah. Um, well, so <laughs> as it turns out, I talked to, to, to Cowboy, which he goes to a lot of the yeah. you know council meetings and then goes actually to, to the uh, – you know, did some political scenes and stuff like that. And, and basically, the I asked him directly this week. He's going to be on the show at some point this coming soon, he says. But uh, at any rate, um, he told me that the states now regulate how much or, or oversee what their stocks are. And so, so the, the states have to uh, transmit the data to NOAA on what their stocks look like in order for NOAA to set the date. And Texas has really been bad about getting them their data. So I don't know why or whatever, but essentially what that means is that they're, NOAA's waiting on the state of Texas to give them the information they need. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if we're into June quite a bit before they actually set right. the end date. Now, with that being said, though, they did come back out last year and say that we had undercaught our quota. Now, mind you, the four hire sector and the in the recreational sector are completely different yeah. uh, amounts, and then even commercial has a completely yeah. different amount. Right. And the four hire charter guys they had undercaught, so they were they are going to add a percentage, a small percentage. Well, they should. This year. I mean, look at the days we lose. On yeah, because they didn't open it back up like in, in the fall, right? They said they would, but they didn't. Yeah, correct. Yeah, they After were going to last open year. It. Yeah, on the catch rates. Yeah, Shoot. which man, it's a good play too because I mean they did that about two years ago. They two or three years ago, something like that. They added this October season. Well, shoot, man, by October you start to get cold fronts through. Yeah. I mean, we had like three days, three fishable days in the entire yeah. month. Most people were hunting. Yeah, yeah. And look at some of the weather we've had in June when it opens up. I mean, no, nobody can get out there till mid or late June, you know, to start yeah. catching them. And they don't add nothing for the weather days. Nothing. No. Those are just, that's kind of like losing a trip. It's gone. You're not going to get it back. You know, that's just the way it works. 
Let me knock this break out, guys. I'll be right back to you. Hang on a second. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Texan Roofing. They're the people I trust in Texan Roofing. They cover Houston and surrounding areas. Texan Roofing has free estimates on any roof leak repair or replacement. Texan Roofing has the Better Business Bureau A-plus rating with no complaints ever, and they're certified to give the best leak-free warranties in the business. And Texan Roofing, they found that the majority of jobs they do, they offer the lower price and beat the competition's quality and warranty. Along with their honest roof inspections and A-plus management, this is, this is a good reason to call Texan Roofing. And if you do, tell them you heard about it right here on the Outdoor Show. And Tim and all of his crew, they'll work directly with you and make sure the job is as good as it can possibly be. Call Texan Roofing at 281-391-9600. That's 281-391-9600. Or go to texanroofing.com. And when you do, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. My Maria, don't you know I've come a long, long way. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 436 here in the Bayou City on this Mother's Day Sunday. All right, let's go back to Captain Jeff and Captain Monty. All right, guys, we're back. Hey, hey, boys, running out there right now. Ooh, buddy, it's coming. Yeah, I'm looking at radar. It's uh, it's down y'all's way. Training yeah. on in, coming out of the Gulf. I sure think he was talking about some guys headed offshore yesterday. I feel for them. Yeah, which well, doesn't make any sense. I mean, they're they're you know they're yeah. they're calling <laughs> earlier. They were calling for a free decent weather window, like Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe Thursday, something like that, which. Man, this time of the year is so volatile. I mean, you're crazy. If you if you see a window, it, man, you better make it. A, it's got to be a for sure three day window to go out for overnight. You know, I wouldn't do anything less than that. I've been caught in some gnarly storms, man, by this time of the year. Well, I tell uh, you, those storms down south uh, by the border, down around Brownsville and Port Isabel and South Padre and all that. You know, yesterday morning that was some crazy weather. I mean, this yeah. all this rain, I'm looking at it on uh, the global radar, and it's all the way from, like, down Guatemala City and San Salvador, Belize, Honduras, and all the way up through the Bay of Campeche, all the way to us, man. What a, And stretching up into Oklahoma, and this is crazy. Kansas. Yeah. They call it the Big Wet. The Big Wet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> 
Well, I remember uh, Mr. Elliott used to get on his front porch and, and do a rain dance. He called it the Big Wet, trying <laughs> to get them tanks to fill up. Well, Bay Down City and Lake Jackson, all that. Man, it's just uh, coming straight ashore, hammering everything. Port Lavaca, yep. Victoria, El Campo, Wharton, Rosenberg, nuts. Yeah. Everybody trying to get that last little bite, though, man. I mean, yeah, the, the Bluefin Tuna Quarter was closed, so, you know. Yeah, I saw really... where they closed that the other day. Yeah, they did. They all, they overshot that, too, so we're probably going to be looking at a, a lesser of a, a – you know, they, they don't normally – I say that. Well, it's the just Bluefin... closed in the Gulf, right? Correct, because of yeah. the Because they spawn here. Correct, yeah. I mean, the entire Gulf of Mexico gets, like – I don't know, I can't remember, two, two to four metric tons, something like that. It's, it's really not as much as you would think it is. It's, it equals to about 10 fish, eight yeah. to 10 fish. That so, meat on those, you know, you guys know, I mean, is it that much better quality meat than a yellowfin? I don't think so, but I don't know. It's much more fatty, and they say, you know, they say it is, yes. Now, with that being said, though, I mean, you know, those those bluefin have migrated from all the way over in Spain and Portugal across yeah, the through Atlantic. Nova Scotia and down the Atlantic coast, you know, and over into the Gulf here around the Horn and all that. That's well, they travel some miles, don't they? Yeah, boy, they you ain't kidding. And you know, I mean, shoot, just like just like Plog uh, 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 Son uh, was talking about Cameron, the other day. Yeah. Cameron was saying that, you know, that, that fish that they caught, they 800-pounder weighed like 1,200 pounds up in the northeast, right? So, I mean, they lose a lot of their fat, and that's their big thing is the fat content in the yeah. meat. And so I'm sure that it probably tastes better if you catch them in Massachusetts than if you catch them down here. <laughs> They're pretty slim, I apparently. I think the of the water would be a lot colder up there, too, huh? It is, yeah. I mean, I had some friends that went up to Nova Scotia. And, yeah. and and they went out, but they didn't get to keep them. They didn't kill them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They said that boat only got to kill like one a year. And wow. well, the East Coast a uh, pretty strict guidelines too. They said they were only fishing in like two hundred fifty foot of water. Yeah, that's all. That, yeah, like three hundred foot of water. I'm thinking the water has to be much colder up there. It, it is. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. There's no question about that, but they follow the bait around over there. Apparently, there's some big yeah. pools. And... Well, he said they set, set out some sort of net system, and it, and it caught the bait, and then they went out, and they fished that net that they had out there, kind of like a pad, you know? Yeah. But I've never been there. I'd love to go catch one. They was up there trying to catch granders. Yeah. Did Y'all never caught a uh, bluefin that you know of no. on, on the... Uh... No, on a party boat trip. Zero. And what was your biggest yellowfin you ever caught? Uh, 189. 189. That's a stud, man. Oh, yeah. I have yet to break. I mean, we probably broke 100, but not much more than that. I mean, you know, we've grinded out some yeah. nights out there. Uh, I've seen some big ones. Yeah, I had a few of them try to jump in the boat a few times. Uh, they have nothing to limit the boat. Yeah. That's a lot of damn uh, Excuse me. That's a lot of time. <laughs> that's a lot of time. <laughs> I mean, we, we travel 205, you know, out to, uh, what, Red Hawk and Magnolia. Yeah. If you do it two or three knots straight, yeah. you're going to catch a limit of this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's well, no doubt. Fill the whole boat up. Money, I, I what, got man. a question from a listener. Sent a text. says, what uh, What does your 26 Mako have on it for power? What do you power it with? Two 200s. Two 200s? Yeah. 
they're a 99 two stroke. But, you know, I, I'm wanting to go to a lot of people's going to the 300s, four strokes. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of people's having to add like lead or weight to the bow. And I'm not going to do that. I think I'm going to stay with the 200s. Oh, because of the weight differential? Yeah. And plus, I've lost quite a bit of weight, too. Y'all talking about that weight. I've lost a lot of weight. But I did add a 36-gallon uh, fresh water tank up in the bowels. Instead of having mm-hmm. to just add weight up there. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I'm going to stay around 200. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to go to 250s or 300s. but You know, something that a lot of people don't realize, you know, this four-stroke technology... It's really not that new. Honda's been making four-stroke outboards for over 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the yeah. uh, other companies have had to go to this due to all this EPA stuff and, you know. Just... Oh, yeah. Anyway, I've been looking. I mean, I might go to 225 four-strokes eventually, but I'm actually going to run the, the old two-strokes when I first get it going. We got I remember old Don Crawford ran one of those in the bay. He had a couple of twenty sixes, and he had twin V eights on them, Evan Root V eights. Snooky one and Snooky two was the name of those boats. I remember old Don back in the day. That was good old know, days, baby. Yeah, like a lot of guys are going to them three hundreds. I yeah. I mean, you know, it can't. You know, going up in horsepower can't ultimately make a more efficient boat, you know, fuel economy wise. You, you normally yeah. never think that, but those 300s are V6s too. They're not V8. Yeah. So, um, with that being said though, it's a lot of weight difference. A lot. There's a weight difference, huge weight difference, but they're also, you know, they're bigger in the back. They yeah. stand up taller, yeah. you know, there's fishing room, you know, all that kind of stuff you got to take into account. Right. Further, I'm, you know, at some point there's going to be you, you, you're not really gaining it very much adding no. a bunch of horsepower to no. them either. You no. know, so I heard they don't ride good over 50 knots really. Yeah. Or 50 miles. You know, a hull only you know is designed to run so fast. Yeah, right. You I mean, can, it's you can they don't slam too bad. It said the the ride's really soft, so yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. It was odd too when when he opened when he opened that boat up. You know, the stringer system there is, is not like you typically would no. see. Uh, as a matter of two. Yeah, and then the stringers didn't even come up to the floor, right? No. Or they, I mean, it was it's like it, eight inches below. That's crazy. I mean, you you would, I, to me, and I've ripped open several boats before, but yeah. I can't re- recall a time. Now, Carolina Skiffs, they, they, have, they don't have a, they have a, like a grid system. They don't have a yeah. stringer system. I think they're called it a floating floor. It kind of sits on foam. It's just on phone. Yeah. Man, I tell you, that's a high-risk game right there. Yeah. I mean, now there is some phone from back in the day on older boats that were part that didn't have any water in it, zero. So I don't know whether that maybe this one of those deals with a, that oh, kind of chemical oh. that made it back in the day was legal then and, and was a lot better. We're going to go then. back, but it won't have near what it had anyone else. Good yeah. job. Yeah. It was it was it soaking wet? No, no, it was really. completely dry. Well, just about a, maybe an eight to a quarter inch right down the center of the boat, it was wet. Well, sure. I mean, but that can be expected. I mean, yeah. any boat. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was dry. It, it's amazing though how much uh, you know some of these ma- boat manufacturers rely on that foam as oh, a structural yeah. part of the boat, you know, mm. and it will break. Uh, most of the time, you take them apart and they have they're, they're, they 
started to shrink a little bit. And yeah. They gapped a little bit. Oh, it was, man, I, I, was a, I was trying to get that stuff out of there. Oh, yeah. But you found chunks of it where it's broken or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun, bro. Yeah. Oh. That's a thick hole, though, man. That's oh, a, yeah. I mean, there's a lot to be said if the boat's still floating around. Yeah, they built them like Army tanks back then. Big time. I can't imagine having one for a bay, bay boat, man. I mean, that sucker must be heavy. You staying in the, in the intercoastal mostly? Or are you yeah. going to Anawag, <laughs> Bay? Running everywhere, man. Hey. I believe it. I used to I pull my 25 Hydrosport down to Rockport and fish out of it. We run all over the place. Lowell and Jay would laugh at me, say, man, you ever beat that boat around down here, you have to plant flowers in it. You ain't getting it out of there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Yeah, you're, when you're up and trimmed up and jacked up, I mean, hey, I'd uh, I'd run across mud flats and uh, I could feel my keel rubbing, but my yeah. motors weren't touching. You know, I could trim them up and. Do a little plowing there. Just scoot on across and get on with it. Don't let off throttle, though. Put her on the console. Yeah, that's a fact. We also added that, that, that uh, water tank so we could scoot the console back maybe eight inches to a foot. Really? So, well, the further you get back, you know, smooth the rise a little bit. Right. Yeah, you remember, remember some of the old center consoles back in the day? They had that console way up in the front. And I said, man, all that's doing is making that guy's teeth bleed. He's oh, getting yeah. pounded. That'll hurt you. That's a fact. That's a fact. You want to be man. in the back, man. Get as far back yeah. as you can. Yeah. That's it. Get back to it that way. Yeah, well, we're going to try to move it maybe up to a foot back. And you think you, when you cut the boxes out, you're going to have lots of extra room in oh, the back? Yeah. Boy, I tell you, on a 26-foot boat, that makes that back end real tight. Yeah. So, yeah. But that, them boats are huge for 26-foot. They are. I will give you that. Yeah, they're, they they're big 26s. Yeah, I looked at a 26, what was that boat? Uh, Century. Century. And I was like, man, that thing's a little bitty. Yeah, because they try to put too much in the, in the yeah. boat. You know, they, but I stood at the console and it's like, dang, I could almost touch the boat. I, I like an open t- boat, man. I don't like it all cluttered up with everything. I like it open where, man, you get getting a fish, you can run around there. Yeah. You know, like a like a pet monkey. With a gas yeah. and start slinging <laughs> fish in. That's what it's all about, man. That's it, man. We've been, been you know, throwing them on the floor. Get after. Yeah. Everybody keeps commenting about what am I going to do for storage? What am I going to do for this? Man, I don't need a bunch of storage. Yeah. I just want to open deck. Place with some ice. Throw yeah. the fish in. That's yeah, all we, we made the box deeper. Yeah. Probably going to hold about six to eight hundred pounds of fish. Yeah. Shoot, if, you, if you're scooting in with six or eight hundred pounds of fish in the front, yeah, you're going to lose a hole, baby. You're going to lose a hole. 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 You're going to lose like an ice chest, and they can put their stuff in there just to keep it dry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they make those little nets that you can put up in oh, the yeah. top to throw all those life jackets in and stuff like that. Right. I mean, there's so many ways to get around some of that stuff. Man, it seems like, you know, in, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Carson Dunwell, he runs a uh, – he's got the new 47, 46, or 47 Valhalla. They took, they took uh, uh, 
they took it on probably about a month ago, maybe two months ago. They got it delivered over here. Uh, that thing has quad 600 mercuries on the back of it. Can you imagine? Lordy, man? lordy, lordy. <laughs> but, man, it's so full of stuff, man. It's got a grill. It's got, you know, yeah. this. It's got that. You probably got, I probably got more room in my 36 to fish yeah. than that 46-foot boat does. Oh, yeah. Not to yeah. say it's not a boat. It is a sweet-looking boat. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But good night. It's like $3 million or something like that. $3 million. Four six hundreds on the back, twenty four HPs. Four six hundreds, and as it turns out, I think they're finding out that, that was too much weight in the back. They they uh, the motors are so big they almost cavitate each other. So apparently, I don't know if one's blowing out or they just not getting good grab or something. But um, they're kind of struggling getting it uh, getting it tuned up. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it's got like eight hundred gallon fuel tank i think it burned the fuel burns is about 0.3 miles to the gallon oh, dang it 0.3 0.4 you got about 100 miles to go that's all you can do that's crazy wow. 80 miles i think he told me was the range why well, tell you what 30 gallons and four dollars a gallon yeah that's what 30 3200 dollars to fill it up go snapper fishing and come back Woo, buddy <laughs> chew slow Flam, man, don't waste any meat and chew them nice and slow. Enjoy every bite yeah, <laughs> for that kind of money, brother. <laughs> Lord have mercy. But hey, when, hey, when you got a three million dollar boat like that, gas is just yeah, you know, that's just a, that's a little bit of heartburns. All that is. Yeah, that's a secondary thought, no doubt. Yeah. It is a beautiful boat, though. <laughs> I tell you, it's got some beautiful teak work. I mean, it's made, they're made by uh, Viking, you know, Valhalla is the subsidy oh, of yeah. Viking. Fine stuff, so, man. Beautiful, beautiful boat. I, you know, and I, I, that's, I don't want to take that away from it. It is beautiful and it, it is gorgeous. The ones that I've made like that, though, they, they, they tend to be such a pain in the butt because, the, you know, they got generators, sea, sea keepers, all this yeah. kind of stuff in it, and everything. Just not designed for a small boat, and it tends to go out constantly. You're just always fighting something. I mean, you know, you spend more time in the shop than you do fishing, and that's the that's the killer part. You know, yeah. what they need is strap some Hondas on the back of it, cut all that other crap out of it. Yeah. Be all with it. <laughs> you know, at uh, I I ran a pursuit for a while blaine did too and boy you talk about a boat that was laid out really nice and had all that beautiful teak work in it and all that you know they just don't put teak in boats anymore you know like they used to no you know that michael's got a little bit of teak i'm gonna try to use a lot of it yeah and uh my uh hydrosport had a little teak in it you know the the uh inside console doors there in front of the leaning post they they were teak and yeah and uh, with the glass that's set inside of him, and yeah. and I uh, I gaffed a big old bull dolphin one time and slung him in there, and he ended up between the leaning post and the and the console, and he beat the doors out of it. <laughs> he was a, he was a little hot when I put the gaff in him, man. So I didn't want to lose that one. He had a big old knot on his head. It was a good one. <laughs> I slung him in there, and boy, he went to work. Crazy when you put him on the deck. Hey, there goes. There's a question that I had that came up this week too. Uh, you know, Monty, he's he's uh, 
beat the state state record a couple times in a big uh, grouper. Of course, you're trying to take your 26 out there and catch another big one, right? Yeah. How the heck do you get in the boat? It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> you know, I had a friend that caught one. I think it was like 260, and they, and they used the rig. The rigs actually used the crane on the rig. Really? Fishing in the boat for them. Wow. But that one I caught, you know, there was only four customers on the boat. Yeah. So, I mean, we had six guys with the deck hand. Yeah. Caught another one with three of us on the boat, and we had, it was a job. It was a job. Yeah. He gets five. <laughs> Do you get the head in first and then try to sling in the tail? Yeah. Or, yeah. That's what we did. I yeah. mean, we should have had like a little gimbal with a snatch block, but we yeah. had. Well, I mean, it's foresight. I mean, who knows you're going to yeah. get a 300 pounder. You know uh, what I mean? I, we, a couple of years back, we, we were out there uh, and ended up, uh, uh, we were out there with a boat that caught a bluefin. And uh, my buddies went over there and helped them get it in. Of course, the, the Viking, it's got the little door on the back. Yeah. You know what I mean? And. You know, a lot of those guys, they'll get that head in there and they'll just cram it going in reverse and flood the flood yeah. the fish. Yeah, and wash it up into the back with a low transom like that. Or you got okay. a door, you know. That's what that. that's what Cameron and them did with that big uh, tuna. Yeah. I mean, that's all you can do. There's there's not, unless you've got a snatch block and, you yeah. know, like you're talking about, like a double pulley or something like that. I mean, yeah. you're kind of stuck. Yeah. And really, a fish that big, you can't you can't tie it to your T-top. You'll end up bending a T-top. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> well, tempted that. That's a bad problem to have, ain't it? <laughs> Record fish. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. I got to roll out of here. It's break time already, but... Uh, Hey, if somebody wants to call y'all, give them a couple of numbers there. They can get a hold of you and get out there this summer and do some blue water fishing, man. Yeah, yeah, you bet. It's uh, uh, call me, or call us at nine seven nine four one seven ten thirteen. You go to our website stsladventure.com. Monty's going to be running Mondays and Tuesdays for us, and uh, until he gets his boat going, and so uh, we call it the the legend the legend trip. Yeah, so, uh, yeah buddy. You know, on it, man. Yeah. Give us a holler. And I'd like to say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. there you all go. right, Monty. Hey, you and Jeff, y'all have a great uh, Sunday, and uh, take care of your mamas. All right. Appreciate all it, right. mate. See you later. All right. It's time for our top of the hour break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.